still recovering from our previous episode with Kevin Smith. It is a double shot of shows today, and we have stacks and stacks of content for you. This is officially Nifty Show number 48. Let's go. I said, let's go. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go! It's the Nifty, really kind of spiffy, the Nifty Show. Why does it show the little play button on there? I don't want the little play button to show. I wanted it, I wanted it to look like super professional, but I guess we're going that way soon, right, Trav? We will. You know what? There's been some moves going on. You've moved to a new location. We're working on some stuff, and we will get that uh, some time to test it all out and get it rock and rolling eventually. People aren't here for the super awesome production values anyway. They're here because they want to see the content that we're putting out there and the awesome guests that we have on the show. Well, some of them, I mean, <laughs> there was an article, I don't know if you knew this, an article, well, you do know this, but an article, I don't know if our fans know this, an article on The Spectator that was talking about NFTs and how the, uh, how the world, the NFT world seems, sees itself as radical. Yeah, we we're so we radical. talk about this a little bit more sometime. Let's, let's talk about it on Nifty News on Tuesday. I think that's a great idea because it's a hilarious article. It is pretty funny. Yeah. So well, welcome we, to the unlistenable podcast. <laughs> I know. Well, welcome to the Unlistenable Podcast. We are your hosts, Joel Unlistenable Calm and Travis Unlistenable Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. We have a fun we have a fun show here. It seems to me like we were just doing a show here not so long ago. It's like deja vu. Yeah, we just had Kevin Smith on um, just a couple hours ago, and that's episode 47. But, you know, when, when Kevin Smith says, hey, I'm doing NFTs and, and want to talk to you guys, um, you, do, you do your own show for it, right? You just kind of, you go for it. Uh, but let's hop in with our first guest. Actually, we're going to welcome Barnaby uh, Anderson to the show. Barnaby is a guy we've known in the crypto world for about three years now. And he and his partner, Noble Dracone, came to us a few months ago with an idea that really resonated with something that we've been thinking about in some respects, but these guys have leveled it up. Imagine if you could own a piece of a popular song's royalties by having it tokenized. I want to pause real quick here as an edit, as it looks like we're only streaming on the Coin Genius channel. We're not uh, streaming on Bad Crypto. We're on Bad Crypto. There's no edits. Okay. There's no edits. It's not popping up on there, but all right. It's it's yeah, I see it right now. I'm looking at it. People are talking to us. Oh wow, okay, because it popped up on there that it said that it was that all right, interesting. There's no edits on the nifty show, guys. This is raw and uncensored, and it's a good thing Travis wasn't taking a poop right there because that'd be part of the show. Because that would be awkward. Hi, Barnaby. Hey guys, it's great to be here. And yeah, uh doing, man. Yeah, yeah. This is lots of fun. Um, there it is. All right. Well, it's just it, a little fun right now. It'll be more fun ever. Yeah, it will. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been um, fantastic, you know, over these years, checking in with your multiple projects and crazy how we met up and we were in, in, in Davos at that party. But a lot's happened since then. Yeah. So uh, this concept that you've come up with, I'm going to pull up the website for Band 
royalty.com and i want you to go ahead and explain exactly what it is we're looking at and what's about to happen in 18 days from now yeah well uh, as you can see as you've already done a great intro here joel to the uh the tokenization of using nfts principally around music royalties so what if you could collect royalties from some of the biggest musicians the biggest artists in all time if you just scroll down just a little bit where it says artists performing songs in band performance royalties. There we go, look at that. Beyonce, Jay-Z, Justin Timberlake, Cher, Will Iron, Timberland, Drake, Missy Elliott, Rihanna, and plenty of others. So what if, you know, I mean, mostly people, I mean, they love those musicians, obviously, and they've heard about music royalties, like, um, you know, perhaps they heard that Michael Jackson bought the music royalties for, for the Beatles. Maybe they heard about the Bowie Bond and how, Bowie pre-sold his music as a bond, as the royalties, et cetera. But who knows how to get their hands on any of that? So it's basically been coveted and kept away. No democratization around the actual access to music royalties. And so myself and, um, as you were saying, my, my business partner on this, Noble Dracon, he's been an avid music royalty collector for the last 20 years or so. And so we, and we've been working together for years on, on multiple projects in crypto. And he was, he's been so passionate about music. And we were just, we we're already working on NFT projects. And we're like, wow, we could totally launch this as an NFT. And to make it actually really fun, giving people access to different royalty pools. So basically at the same time as giving people access, educating them on the different streaming revenue that comes in. But essentially what they can do is they can buy the uh, the NFT as kind of like also bragging rights like we are you know I, I'm part of a, a group that's in on the music from Rihanna or Beyonce I think it's going to have a real cool factor here I think it definitely has a real cool factor because these are like real legitimate artists right these are people that there's millions and millions of fans of each one of these artists already out there you're talking JT Beyonce I mean a lot of you, know, Jay Z. I mean, it's unbelievable the amount of people, Rihanna, millions and millions of fans. And apparently, from talking with you guys, there's only what three thousand NFTs. Yeah, absolutely. So this is going to be the the first series. We're going to do. Uh, we've got a plan in the works for launching for this year. But we out of the gate, we are pushing these this first lot out. And there's, there's going to be a cap. In fact, there's each one. There's going to be a strict limited number of the NFTs available because we want to basically. Uh, restricts the access to give them essentially added value while at the same time building up the music collection. So imagine this, while you've got the NFT, you're actually there in the pool when you stake it, when you stake the NFT. So it's got a DeFi component. You're actually accessing a growing pool of musicians. Those are the ones out of the gate. Those are the ones for this first series. But as we grow the collection, everyone's going to be benefiting from all the additional musicians. And we want to open up to the community and hear from people what musicians they want to bring in. And so we're going to just keep growing this music catalog and giving people access, making it easy for them to access these music royalties. So, I mean, how does that work? There's these, and I'm looking at these NFTs here. And by the way, full disclosure, um, Barnaby and, and Noble uh, invited us to be marketing advisors on this project. So we definitely have some skin in the game. Uh, but we're, we don't join projects unless we think that there's a lot of potential for them just because there's too many out there. And we're really excited about this. So, so how does it work? How do they, they, they buy an NFT and then how does somebody get the right to earn a piece of the royalties? 
Okay, so this is uh, obviously this is kind of bleeding edge tech. We're the first ones to be doing this. There's no other platform. This is a good diagram to have a look at. So what happens is, yeah, you basically get your NFT and there are these three royalty streaming pools. Now, they're going to be launched uh, in this first in this next quarter. So basically in this first quarter, everybody who's got an NFT, they're basically they're already they're already in essentially. Uh, but what they're going to have to do once we've got the smart contract up and the full platform. So essentially we're busily getting the whole platform up and running. And so in this first in this first quarter, you're just going to be holding the NFT. Once we make the announcement, then you'll be able to take it to the platform and stake it. And once that happens, it's basically it's you're allocating it to one of these pools here, either print music royalties or mechanical and public performance royalties or the, the sync, the synchronization royalties. And you're staking it for either like a quarter, like 90 days, or even up to a few years, because as the these music royalties for each of these tracks, they all have different lengths of time that the music royalties are coming in. And so that's why this is a essentially each track has its own different allocation of, of time and royalties coming in. But basically once you've got one, it's like your ticket. It's like this NFT, unlike basically nearly every other NFT out there, this one has actually got some real world assets behind it. If you can think of another one that's got real world assets, let me know. But basically this one's got the, the credibility uh, because we've already secured the music royalties. And, and so people, this NFT gives them that access to that. So this isn't in the future. This is already now. And one of our friends, Jimmy, uh, on the, on the chat here says, "How does how does how do you guys as band uh, get access to these royalties?" And they're just curious, like, what do the musicians just give them away, or sell the royalties, or the record labels sell them? Like, how does band get in control of these songs to to be able to pull these royalties? Great question. Absolutely. And just, I mean, as you were going down the page there, I'm just going to add in this little bit. You saw we had some other artwork there because this is key. When we're looking at this artwork, as you'll see, all the NFTs we're launching have got this, uh, we've commissioned amazing artists to make this, this music blockchain artwork. And the reason for that is we don't have the rights to the likeness of the artists, just to be very clear. What we have the rights to is we've bought and secured the rights to the music of those specific tracks. Like when someone comes to the website, they can actually click on the link at the top music catalog and they'll see the whole music catalog we've got. Every track, uh, the actual um, song list ID that relates to it. And, uh, and, and we've also got, we've made a whole playlist on YouTube of all of those of all those um, tracks there. So that's what we've, we've purchased these ones from Jay-Z, from uh, Justin Timberlake, et cetera. Now asking that question, how do we get them? Well, no, we don't actually have a personal relationship with Beyonce uh, or Justin Timberlake. What we've done is we've literally just gone and purchased them. And it's a curious fact that music is actually available. And as I was saying, Nobles had two decades worth of experience building up a network of relationships in the music industry. And that's what's enabled us to, to purchase these. So and on, on that same page is actually the contract. If someone wants to critique and say, hang on, like basically prove it to us, there's a contract there that's the proof of the sale of the, uh, of the music here. So. So there we go. We have blacked out some of the elements um, because we don't want everybody to know exactly how we're doing it. But basically, this is a, a completely uh, asset. You know, there's, there's an asset here of these of these tracks. I hope that answers the question. So it's an NFT that is backed by a real asset. 
Just to qualify that, once you stake it. So we are basically just having okay. this little caveat where essentially the NFT by itself, they're going to be these beautiful uh, artistic renditions of music. And then what that is, is that's your ticket. That's like your entry into the music royalties. And that's okay, how you let's talk about the staking. How did I, I could see it here? By the way, anybody you can go to bandroyalty.com and you can read all this for yourself, but kind of give us an overview of staking. Sure. Well, like we said, we're still actually building this component out because it's a smart contract that's being developed right now. The NFTs are out of the gate. That's what people have. And we're giving people who are coming on board now for this first issuance uh, essentially that that openness to like, hey, you're you're backing the platform. You're going to be in with this. And so once we open up the staking, uh, essentially, because every quarter, typically it's quarterly that the revenue comes in. So music royalties are coming in and those people who've staked, they're the participants. And as I said, there are those three music royalties. And so what's somebody, those three music royalty pools. So what somebody has to do, they've basically got uh, kind of th three choices when it really boils down to it, of what they can do with their, their band NFT. They can just uh, hold it and keep it in their wallet. That's one. They can trade it on the open markets. That's two. And three, they can stake it. Now, because the value proposition on these, given the high caliber artists that are on this, it's potential, potentially possible that they they may have a, you know, potentially a higher value. We can't um, obviously make uh, financial recommendations to everybody, but because of that, they could have trading value. So not everybody's going to want to stake them. So what happens if you're one of the few people that's actually staking them? That means the revenue that's going into those staking pools is coming only to those people who have actually staked their NFT. So we're going to make it really easy for people to, for people to do that. And uh, because we wanted to get this out ASAP, uh, we're launching it with the NFTs first. And in this first, in this quarter here, Q2, anybody who has a banned NFT, they're basically automatically in, but they have to validate it once we do the, uh, the announcement. Hey, now you can take your NFT and you can stake it. And because you've been here for this quarter, that's, you know, because you're early, you're counted for this quarter. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. And it seems like there's three different areas of royalties. And so you could essentially stake what an nft in each one of those categories absolutely that's right so basically what we're going to do is there are three and they all have their own revenue stream coming in because music royalties come in these different forms and there's, there's it's actually look to be honest i wasn't across all of this noble had to educate me and so it's it's way more complicated than i think most people would have realized these different streaming revenues that coming from the different areas of uh, of the music industry and uh, so but we do actually have some different levels uh, of the NFTs, and uh, and basically, we're going to make the the ones that essentially have like on the homepage, we, it actually specs out the different the eight levels, and there are going to be some uh, very you know ultra ultra rare, like the basically the the, the top of the, the lot, and we're going to enable those NFTs to be in all three, but otherwise, people will need to take their their one NFT and stake it in whichever pool that they feel so like platinum ones or diamond ones will be able to the diamond be ones. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. So you can see right here, there's eight levels of band NFT rarity, and you can see how many there are of each. These, I think these are going to go super fast. I mean, we're seeing stuff where people are selling, you know, 10,000 pixel-based NFTs that are just NFTs with no utility behind them at all, and they're going like that. And these here, you'll get these NFTs, and you could see how many there are and how much each one there so this is a uh, a bonding curve where over time the uh as the quantity available goes down 
the price goes up, encouraging people to get in early, but also as the price goes up, the value of each of these NFTs, the each one they get more rare and more scarce with more utility. So I've not seen this done before. You know, I've seen um, bonding curves go where the the rarer they are, the price goes up towards the last ones because people are like, oh, they FOMO, right? But I've never seen them where they offer more value for the NFT by purchasing one of the later ones. Absolutely. We're bringing a lot of innovation into this platform. We're going to be doing things that people haven't seen at all. And if you scroll down a little bit lower, Joel, you'll see there's actually the uh, the roadmap ahead. And we've got where we're showing that essentially that the multiple uh, launches of the NFT series, as I said, this is NFT series one. And yes, when you look at the, the numbers there on that previous chart, what we're doing with that, why we want to do, why we want to collect that revenue is we, we the plan, what we're doing is we're actually going to be buying a huge music catalog way bigger than what we've already got so this is already out of the gate we've got obviously incredible tracks platinum selling out um, tracks from justin timberlake uh and beyonce and jay-z etc but we're going to keep expanding that and so with that each basically each month the whole catalog keeps growing and that is driving the value back to those staking. Now we're also inside that we've got plans to actually open this up to new musicians. Hey, there are the, those guys. <laughs> um, and we're going to be launching like a music, uh, a musician launch pad later in the year. We're going to be having an app that comes out. We've already got, we've already signed ourselves as a music label with Orchard Sony Music. So this is going to be really cool. We're going to bring a lot That's of innovation. Fascinating. Yeah, like yeah, having a musician launch pad. So let me ask you this. Because a lot of these a lot of these royalties are owned by the record labels, and then at certain times they'll go out and they'll sell some of their record, some of their some of their inventory, which is how uh, Noble was able to to, to a- access a lot of these. But now, say you're a brand new artist or whatever, like if the, so, how how would this work? Say, say I'm a musician and I want my music in band. What would the what would the reason be for that? Absolutely. Well, basically, it's gonna. Look, this is the early days. You guys, everybody listening to this, you are the first people to actually hear about this. This is the first major announcement, uh, thanks to the Nifty the Nifty crew to bring this out to market. So hardly anybody this knows works. about this. Hey, I'm a musician. I want my music in band. What? Yeah, what this is going to do is as this grows, more musicians are going to find out about it. And they're going to say, hey, you don't only, guys, you, you've got a whole, you've got great tracks there from the past, but what about, like current music, or what about even new music that's not launched yet? So we're going to be creating the platform to enable uh, musicians to actually hold their IP because they're basically getting the the short end of the stick. That it's really sad actually how things are run. And so we want to really empower musicians to have a much bigger stake and ownership over their own music. And so we see by launching band using headline acts, it's going to bring the attention of the marketplace. It's going to bring uh, basically a whole lot of PR and, and interest from around the world, which is going to then enable musicians to launch their their own music on the, on the platform. And uh, but that's actually that's a few months out before we do that because we're just basically starting off here with these headline acts. But as the popularity grows around the platform, that's how we're going to essentially give the the opportunity for musicians to launch and earn and keep their royalties while connecting with their fan base giving them a whole new platform that gives them more direct ownership. Mm. 
This is great. Uh, Barnaby, appreciate the, uh, the introduction here and this initial info. We're going to have uh, your compadre Noble on bad crypto here in the not too distant future. Uh, you guys bookmark this page, banroyalty.com, 18 days from today. And for those of you who don't know what did it today, today is, it's the 16th. So actual launch date is then uh, which date? It's your birthday, man. The fifth. Cinco de Mayo, May 5th. Awesome. All right, brother, we'll be talking about this. We're excited about it. And thank you for uh, for announcing it here on the Nifty Show. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, for having me. It was great to launch right here on the Nifty Show. Rock on. All right, brother. Yeah, that's going to be awesome, man. You know what? To be, I mean, this is some of the other stuff that's going on. I know that the roadmap talks about a band token and some other stuff that's going to be popping up. So, like, mm -hmm. I would say keep an eye on this thing because if you start thinking about how the whole ecosystem could pan out, it's a really good idea. And uh, I think a lot of musicians are going to be actively uh, participants in this thing. It's all said. I did not realize that these royalty rights were available for purchase, right? That most people are like, how did you get that? Did you, you know, go up to Justin Timberlake's people? No, there's a catalog and Noble knows this stuff. He's been, you know, in this industry for a couple decades and understands how this works and has put together the system that tokenizes it in a way that really makes sense. So I'm excited to be part of this project. That's great. Hiccup. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of exciting projects, for those of you that want to take a walk down memory lane, you may remember a baseball themed film from, well, my, you know, some of your childhoods called The Sandlot. And guess what? The boys, they're all grown up now. They're still wearing baseball caps, but they're all grown up. And, and we have with us now two of the childhood stars appearing as adults because the boys of summer are back and they're going to be launching an NFT set uh, here. I think I think the set's actually live already, but uh, Grant and Victor, welcome to uh, the Nifty Show. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah, thanks so much. It's great to be here. Okay, yeah. now and, and I'm so grateful that I was part of a movie that like I'm expected to wear a baseball cap all the time because I never have to worry about my hair. It's amazing. <laughs> That's perfect. Now, now for everybody, you know, you, you look the same as you know you carry over those traits from being a kid. But go ahead and uh, remind everybody who you played in the film. I played Timmy Timmons, the older brother. My little brother Tommy was repeat. Timmy, and I was, uh, <laughs> and I was uh, Bertram Grover Weeks, the second baseman. Excellent. And you guys are without the studio's assistance, or like just on your own. You're you're launching this collectible trading card set. Exactly. Yeah. So this is something we've been wanting to do for a really long time. Uh, we've been talking internally amongst the guys for the last few years about how to do something with all of these photos and keepsakes and stuff that we've collected over the years, especially from being on the set. So um, being aware of what's been going on in the digital collectible space, we thought what better way to start putting our own personal photos out there um, than doing them in the form of uh, digital baseball cards. We've been on baseball cards since we were 12 years old. So why not? now as adults start making them and making them our way. So we're using all of our own 
photos. We'll have all of our own videos, everything that was captured by our parents, our guardians, or some, I think some of the photos were even taken ourselves. Um, we've got tons of albums to go through. Very nice. I'm actually looking here. Ch I'm checking out the photos. I don't have the sharing capabilities yet, Mr. Lord Joel. I uh, will make sure that you do here. There we go. Yeah, so I'm looking at, uh, I'm checking this out over here. So, so, so you guys remember back in the day, this is this is Grant as as uh, as Bertram Grover Weeks back in the day. <laughs> that photo, oh my goodness. How do we get that one taken off the internet? You, you, you've grown, you've you can There's the Streisand effect. It's, you can never take them off, my man. Right on. And let's see, let's get a look at Timmy Timmons here. Uh-oh, I don't know what's gonna come up here. No telling. It's a <laughs> roll the dice, you move All your right. mic. That one's not me. That's oh, not hypothetical you? Sandlot versus Bad News Bears. Okay, I get it. Okay. Well, <laughs> popping up the wrong one then. I'm, I'm not sure. No, either. that's all me. I just meant that one picture there. Oh, that's the right here. Yeah, that's that one yeah. picture of Bad News Bears. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, man. It's like, uh, so where, where's Smalls at? Is he, is he still killing people? Killing, killing them since 93, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's he's uh he's part of this. There's seven of the guys from the original cast are, are part of this. Okay. So we got uh, Tom who played Smalls, uh, of course myself and Grant. There's Marty York there. There's yeah, Squints. yeah. Uh, Squints Chauncey who played Squints. There's Brandon uh, De Nunez, and of course uh, uh, Shane who played my little brother Tommy. I think it's so cool. You know, when you have childhood actors and you're on a film together, it makes sense that. Uh, you may continue to be friends right into your adulthood. So, you know, out of the, the group of uh, the seven of you here, how tight is this group? Uh, we're, we're thick as thieves, you know, for, for years after the premiere, we all kind of went our own separate ways and grew up and did all that stuff. But when we reconnected uh, for the 20th anniversary, uh, it was really cool. It was really the first time we were all able to sit down and have a beer together, right? Uh, and <laughs> since since the 25th, we've got a group text thread. We talk all the time. Um, everybody really supports what the other guys are doing. And then when it came time to make you know this set happen, it was a pretty easy conversation with all the guys who were involved. Everybody was ready to go and really excited to do it. So uh, we talk all the time. Very nice. I know that I've actually purchased some of these. But they're not distributed yet, right? So, so how how's the mechanism of this go? Because I know that I bought them like a week ago, and I was like, "Where's my boys' the summer cards? Where are they? Where's my <laughs> NFTs?" And uh, they're not there yet. And so it looks like you guys have done like what about a two week sale or something, and then you're dropping them all. Is that how it works? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, this being a really sort of new. Uh, space for our, our core fans you know the the kids who grew up with the film who don't necessarily know about nfts and need some education need some time to get comfortable with it and really the true traditional collectors we wanted to make sure there was an opportunity um, for everybody to take some time and feel really good about this um so pre-sale periods ending sunday night at midnight pacific uh, we built some cool tech that's going to go ahead and drop the uh, the packs into everybody's wallets uh, on the 19th and then 20th we can have at it. In the meantime, we're testing everything now and we're having fun challenging each other in private who's, uh, who's getting what foils and we're starting to see some pretty natural uh, reactions amongst our team as people are opening these test packs. It's been a lot of fun. Are the cards all pre-minted in the packs? They are. 
Okay, so it doesn't matter when you open it. Um, you could end up with a, a low mint. And it looks like you've got um, three variations here. 79% chance to get a base card, 19% to get a foil, and 2% chance to get the signature foil. So 40 different cards, each in three variations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does anybody get a Babe Ruth baseball? Cool too. When it's like a group shot with the signature cards, we put like everybody's signature, like out of the seven guys that are in there. So some of them have like a ton of signatures on them. It's super cool. And the beast is there with his signature card. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So how many, how many boys were in the, in the, the original nine, 10? I mean, those are the nine, nine on a baseball field, nine. but how many were in the movie? Nine of us. Yeah. So the other two dudes are like, I'm out. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I think part of it is just, this is such a new thing that not everybody was really ready to wrap their minds around it just yet. Um, uh, but you know, we'll see what the reaction is. And, and, um, if people really like these things, uh, we got a ton more pictures. Um, this first, uh, drop that we did is, is really focused on like the beginning of the film. So it's like a lot of stuff from like the last day of school and, uh, a lot of pre-production stuff. There's some like a really cool shot of like the tree house in Mr. Myrtle's house actually being built. Um, so it's a lot of stuff like that. So we got tons and tons of stuff that we could just keep putting more cards out if people are into it. And, and then maybe at that point we can uh, bring in the rest of the guys. Yeah. The door's always open for everybody in the Sandlot family. Um, so whether it's uh, Benny or Wendy or even Bill, uh, you know, um, the, <laughs> it, we've all been a family since we were kids. So mm-hmm. the door is always open and, and mm-hmm. that's like family. I know. Right. Uh, <laughs> there's, uh, there's two, two packs here, five card packs or 10 bucks and the 15 card, uh, trays, the tray of cards are $25. And I, I like, it's really got this nostalgic look to the art, right? It, it, it looks a little worn intentionally right here at the creases. And I expect gum to fall out of these packs. <laughs> you know, it's really funny that you say that we've had a lot of conversations internally about what we want our bubble gum to be. So um, when you get your packs um, after drop day, there may just be some bubble gum showing up after the fact. <laughs> Digital gum. Digital Very gum. Nice. So these are going to be able to be opened up here uh, in the next few days. What do you say on the nineteenth, twentieth, twentieth? Very nice. All right, on four twenty. Yeah. That'll make some people happy. Part of the festivities that day. <laughs> oh, That's if Bertram right. got lost in the sixties, right? There couldn't be a better day than to drop this pack. And, uh... <laughs> there you go. Excellent. Was well, there anything else you would like people to uh, to know about your set? Well, I want to first of all say I'm a I'm a big fan of Utah. I was very excited when when I found out uh, whose show I was coming on. So I've been a listener for to uh, Bad Crypto for a long time. Oh, oh nice, that's awesome. And, Thank uh, you. Yeah, so uh, so it's it's an honor, gentlemen, to be here interviewed by you guys. Well, the the honor is all ours. I don't know. Do you know who your warm up act was here a couple hours ago? No. We had uh, we did a special show with Kevin Smith. Oh, cool. Because he's That's doing awesome. a, he's doing a really interesting set of NFTs too, and so uh, oh yeah. sweet, I look forward to that. He was just yeah. a warm up. You guys are the main act. <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, seriously, who doesn't <laughs> like the Sandlot? That's like right? a timeless movie that kids, you know. I mean, I'm, that's just a fun, fun movie. That's just, I mean, fifty years from now, people will be watching that movie. It's not going to age. It's timeless. It's crazy. It seems like it actually gets more popular as time goes on. 
Well, you know what it is? I think that there's, you know, there is a lack of the type of wholesome, you know, family oriented entertainment. Mm -hmm. There's so much cynicism today and, and people, you know, they don't, they want to smile. They want to, you know, feel enriched by what they're watching and, and um, the classics are where a lot of people go. And of course you've got adults now, you know, your age that have kids and they're introducing their kids to it. It's a whole new generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible. As an actor, it's uh, you couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah. I still yeah. kind of cringe whenever he runs in there and he grabs Babe Ruth's sign ball. I'm like, no, don't do it. Dude. Not that ball. Grab another one. Well, he ends up with the murderer's row ball though. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I still want to know, and we saw this in a in a meme recently, why he just didn't take the ball that he was playing catch with Bill with in the backyard. <laughs> that was a fresh one, right? <laughs> yeah, no joke. Right the hell. Well, then you would have well, a different maybe movie. Maybe the sequel, you know. Maybe the <laughs> sequel. The website is boysofsummer.cards. Get them before they're gone forever. Like forever, yeah. forever, forever. Yeah, and if you go to our uh, Twitter, it's uh, what, at boysofsummer92? Um, we're uh, we're doing some giveaways so you can get some free packs. That's cool. oh, How many like total cards are there going to be? There's a uh, hundred and twenty total potential cards to get out of the set. So mm -hmm. it's uh, forty unique designs, uh, and we're doing front and backs of the cards. We want it yeah, to yeah. be really true to the form. So uh, the front photos you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. uh, each card back has a little story about it, about cool. what was going on that day. How many total? Do we know how many number. total cards are going to be in existence? Minted? Um, based on how many packs are bought? It's based on the number of packs. We've kept it uncapped, um, but we do want to make sure that uh, there's a level of specialness around this pack as well. So we're keeping an eye on everything, but uh, we've been really over... Uh, it's been really wonderful, the support that we've gotten from the community, both the NFT community um, and the, the Sandlot fans. So it's meant the world to us to finally be able to come out and do something like this and uh, have everybody be so receptive. It, it, it's very humbling. Uh, that's great fun. Well, I'll tell you what, before we let you go, how about one of you regale us with a story from the set? Uh, something funny, something heartwarming, whatever, you know, you can share that you think would be interesting for people. Take it away, Vic. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> there are so many great stories. Um, I could tell you, I could tell you a funny story about Marty it tells us about one of the ones tell. that didn't come into the set. That way you can talk shit on them. <laughs> well, I, I, Mar Marty's favorite story is how we all snuck into uh, Basic Instinct one one night because we would all hang out, uh, you know, offset. They put us up in in um, these, this little condo neighborhood uh, because they wanted us to bond, you know, and so that, that friendship would really come through on screen. And so, and we did every every day after set, we would get together. We'd go to the pool, we'd hang out, we'd order pizza and play Super Nintendo and all that stuff. And uh, there was a movie theater across the street. And so we went over to the movie theater one day and Basic Instinct had just come out. And here we were, a bunch of, you know, 12 and 13 year old boys. So uh, we bought tickets for Fern Gully. Ah, and, nice. uh, and then I remember we all kind of like, you know, that was back when, you know, they'd have the arcade machines in the, uh, in the movie theaters in the lobby. Mm -hmm. So we all go over to Mortal Kombat and then one by one just kind of slip off into the back of the Basic Instinct Theater. And we we sat there and watched it as a 12 and 13 year old boys. It was a it was a, a landmark experience at oh, that sure. point in my life. Oh, my. <laughs> 
That's funny. That's a bonding. That's a bonding moment for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon Stone. Whoa! Absolutely. All up in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Grant, Victor, good luck with the sale. I know I'll be picking up some packs because I got some wax stacked for such. Although I think you guys are selling for uh, for fiat, right? Not for wax. It's all, uh, yeah, it's all U.S. dollars. Yep. Yeah, just good old-fashioned Visa MasterCard American Express. We'll, we'll bring you guys the rest of the way. I mean, you're like, you're doing this, you're making NFTs. Now, the next step for Series 2 is to get you to just take wax because dirty fiat is on its way out. Crypto's here. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm, right, I'm slowly, slowly coming along. Slowly coming you're, along. You're I, getting... got, I got some Doge. You know, I got some Cardano <laughs> and stuff. I got some stuff. <laughs> yeah, Doge Doge hit uh, 47 cents at one point today. Uh, for those of you that are listening to the replay, it's Friday, April 16th. I don't know where it's going. Apparently, the moon. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, according to Elon. <laughs> Man, I got rid of that shit long ago. I was like, this is a joke. And I'm like, oh, damn, I missed out on 100X. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much for having Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, guys. That's good. <laughs> that was fun stuff right there, man. That is fun. I love it when Kevin uh, Smith in the Sandlot boys in the same day. What nostalgia? Did I pinch myself. Yet. This is some weird shit going on. Are we the Twilight Zone? Is this a simulation, dude? We're not done yet. But wait, there's more. You know, I've got people writing us all the time to tell us about their projects, and I'm also, you know, you and I are always discovering stuff. We're yeah. out there, and you, there's just so much popping up. Um, I think it was uh, my son, Zach, said yesterday in our private chats that uh, he he doesn't know what one-third of the top projects are now on WAX. There's so many things coming out. And uh, this next one is one that I encountered when they were in development about a month ago. Uh, it's called Exit Limbo. Let me pull up the uh, site here for you guys to get a look at this. For those of you that are Nifty Box members, uh, as soon as I saw this, I went to them and I'm like, it would be so cool if you guys had like a, a pre-release promotional NFT that we could share with, uh, with Nifty Box members. And they did. So you guys got something before everybody else did. And uh, to talk about it, we have Giovanni Cantelli, who is the artist for Exit Limbo and this card set who is, uh, who's going to join us right now. There is some really beautiful stuff going on. You got your Lambrusco pack. You got your Tortellini pack. Tortellino, not Tortellini. <laughs> Giovanni, you there? Hi there. Hi there. How are you? Yeah, good. Doing well, doing well. Yeah. Uh, this Kinda is uh, surviving. really cool looking set. These cards yeah. are, there's Mr. Rhino. Oh, he's badass. Yeah, he's the protagonist. Oh, okay. All right, well, <laughs> t tell us, what, what is the Exit Limbo set? Um, no, let's start with a premise. I'm the artist, and okay. technically, <laughs> I'm a bit of a noob. But uh, what is the set, and in what sense? Um, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, is yeah. it does it take is a obviously it's a fictional world because I've never met Igor the boar. Uh, but okay. in, these cards, what universe do they live in? Is well, okay, I could talk to you about the IP and yeah, okay, right. So, yeah, it all started about 10 years ago. I, I started this IP, and, you know, I work in the toy industry and 
I just sort of, you know, wanted to start my own IP, IP and I made, a, I started a band. Well, actually, it started as a band, and then I sort of started world building around it. And then we started, we decided to make a video game and finally got funding, and we did that. And that's out on Steam now. And, um, and I'm just, you know, natural progression went on to NFTs. <laughs> um, that's yeah. interesting. Very cool. So, tell, so you started out as a band, like it was like, yeah, these are real people in a band, or is it sort of like gorillas? Yeah. How they did their thing? <laughs> I'm the only gorilla. The other guys okay. are real. <laughs> no, yeah, we're real people. We started. It's just, it simply started as a band. I mean, I, I wrote most of the music, uh, collaborated, obviously, not just me. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I started making a, a mascot for the band and then I just went into my, you know, just, I, I like world building. So, um, just, uh, when I went with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, exit limbo is a Neo retro side scrolling beat em up with adventure elements. There's the game in production. Now are the, is, are the cards in these packs going to be used for the game or is it the artwork in the packs? That is the reason that they exist. Right. So the game is not in production anymore. It actually exists to start with. And I'm going to delete this text. From the website <laughs> yeah, right yeah, here. yeah. 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 Um, secondly, um the artwork that we saw on the promo cards were from the game okay. um but i am producing new artworks every day like the uh, there was a prize for people who had the complete set and i actually you know like i'm, I'm producing new artwork every day um got more than that i don't know what to say <laughs> that's okay we have good questions yeah good <laughs> Yeah, these, so these are some these are some interesting characters. So how many? So it says, oh, I'm see right here. I can ready to ask a question. Seventeen total characters, and yep. you say they're 100 blendable. What does that mean? Um, well, I know that you can you can take the the same rarities of the same character, and you can create a new card by 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 blending them. Okay. Um, that's not that you cannot actually buy in the pack. Ah. Yeah. So you're able um, to craft them. Some would call that crafting. Some would yeah. call them burning or mat, mat, smash them together. So you're able to yeah. blend them and create new versions of those cards if you have duplicates. This is the part. Yeah, exactly. So if you get the same rarity of the same character, you can create this new mythic card oh, that is not in the pack. Those yeah. are beautiful. Yeah, so you get your common, the uncommon, the rare. It's rare to see animation on rare cards, Travis. Yeah. The uh, the epic is the golden one. That's also different from what we've seen in the past. The legendary, he's got animation on it. So you have one of each of them, and then you can create this super badass mythic where Mr. Rhino is doing some baller moves. That uh, he's doing some ass kicking. He starts kicking yeah, yeah. some ass there at uncommon. He's like, balls, all right, yeah. I'm kicking some ass, <laughs> and then he's rare. He's like, all right, I'm really ready to kick some ass, and then he's golden ass kicking. And that's just then it's nice. That's that's a that's a nice transition there. There's more here though. You've got cinematic NFTs and music NFTs. So can these drop also in the packs? These will be in the packs. There's a rarity. Uh, I think it's one point five percent. And there's uh, in in the bigger pack. There's a, a slightly higher percent. Um, yeah, basically, uh, you you know, musical 
Exilimba is also a band, so we'll be making new music uh, NFTs, and uh, and so the first two will be in this series, and then there'll be a new series, which will be the new album of the band. Is that your band? Yep. So Me- Metahead. Yep, that's right. Well, Metahead's the name of the album. Okay. Exilimba is the band. Yeah, it, it started as Exilimba, so the band's called Exilimba. It's, it's a bit confusing. If you want to talk about crypto, you want to say like exit your Lambo. What well, you really want to do? <laughs> Here, here's all of the uh, the promo art. Now, is the promo? These are all released already. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. These were free cards we gave out, except for the first and the last mint, which went to charity to uplift, uh, or at least a percentage did, and. Um, yeah, these were we 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 now the we did angry what we had creep. angry rhino. What was the other one, Joel? Um, there was two of they were them. cinematic. Yeah, so the ones yeah, that the cinematics that, are part of the rare cards. Sorry, I didn't talk about those, but we'll have a whole series of cinematics as well. This art is beautiful, man. You're doing you've done a great job on on oh, these thank you very much. components. <laughs> uh how many total cards are there going to be in the set and are they pre-minted? No, they're not pre-minted. Um, they are uh, mint on demand, a bit because we're like passionate punk indies. And, <laughs> and, Buy and uh, open quickly. <laughs> and yeah, and because you open them quickly and there's more movement apparently, yeah. So the uh, the website you guys can go check out is wax.exitlimbo.com and all the pack info and the place to buy packs. Yeah, this links right to Atomic Hub here. So uh, you can see the two different packs for sale. Yep. Um, the, it looks like they've pre-minted the first 50 of each pack um, for promos and team and all that. But there's a total of 1,000 of the big packs. It's not a very large quantity of packs. These are going to sell out super fast because, you know, we've seen, you know, we happen to like our artwork. Uh, but I think that what you've done here definitely is a step up from what we do. Um, but there's not a lot of super artsy NFTs being released on wax right now. And um, I, that's why I think these are going to move very quickly. Yeah, very high quality mm-hmm. artwork, very low quantity in the amount mm-hmm. of packs. I think this looks great. I definitely want to load up on some of these if I can. There's been another one that had these low quantity high quality the other day there was a horror pack for the alien world those were gone in like a second because everyone who tried to get in there they were gone so i didn't even get any there's a question real quick from jimmy out here on youtube he wants to know what instrument do you play in the band uh, i play well I, I write the songs um using my programs and whatever uh, i play the guitar yeah all right on jimmy <laughs> yeah. plays the guitar. i see you i, I see you've got jimmy. a guitar back there nice get him a fat jimmy amp there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> jimmy yeah um to talk about the you know the few the 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 idea is not not to palette the i don't know if it's the right term but not to make many palettes of 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 the artwork and there's a lot of work and sweat and blood goes into every artwork and i, I want it to be special for every collector well they, so, they do look special i'm going to look and see if i can locate the ones that um that we distributed to Nifty. I Bob. saw a cinematic one. I saw it was like Mr. Rhino's cinematic. Yeah, NFT, I think it was. I'm gonna I'm mm. gonna find it while you ask him a brilliant question. <laughs> right on. So so with these NFTs, you get them. Are they collect? They're just collectibles. Or are they going to be usable in the game? Is there going to be some other different utilities that you have 
built into the NFTs? What are some of the gamification things you're thinking about? Right. There is a token in every pack. So you, when you buy a pack, you get a token. And that will be used in the game that we are working on at the moment. Okay, yes. right on. I'm looking forward okay. to snagging some, Sir Lord Joel Kahn. Those mm -hmm. look beautiful. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm putting in my 2FA right now because I know I've got some of these drops in my account. And um, you guys can probably find, uh, if you like this artwork, you can find the promos on the marketplace right now. So I'm going to go to the market and I'm going to, share the screen and let's take a look at some of them that are out there let me ask this when does the sale go when does the, the sale begin yeah the sale begins on the 17th uh the 17th which is uh by yeah tomorrow i'm in italy you're in yeah, yeah you guys yeah, tomorrow. are in the other part of the world it's tomorrow for you okay so 17th at 5 p.m utc so you guys can see some of the promo stickers that have dropped okay wasn't this one of the ones trav the transformation that uh was released yeah it looks like one yeah there's that one and oh no it was Mr. this Rhino. one. Oh yeah there it is this one it was that's the one of the cinematics yeah so these uh, nifty box members got these this one went to stars there's only 200 of them so you could see here on the secondary market they're already selling for 30 dollars. and the other one um i would assume is even more valuable let me just search for rhino up here be able to find it a little uh faster there's you that said, one you said five you said 5 p.m udt utc U, utc yeah okay there it is the so that'll be noon Rhino. central tomorrow then or 11 eastern it looks like okay cool it's the angry rhino right isn't this the one that the king's got yes angry very angry look at that that's <laughs> an epic like him as angry that's bigger than epic. That's super mega ultra epic as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Those are beautiful. Really okay. nice job, Giovanni. These are these are beautiful cards. I'm sure that um, this is going to sell out very quickly. And the question you're going to be asking uh, for you and the team is, why didn't we sell, you know, why didn't we offer more packs? Uh, because I think the demand is definitely going to far exceed the supply in this case well we'll just make new packs i mean <laughs> but you can't keep make working we like working we like producing so right yeah, yeah. Um, nicely only... done <laughs> all right uh, so, so people can go to the exit limbo website is that where they're going to get the packs exitlimbo.com and that will be that will go live right there and that'll take you right straight to atomic um to tell you the truth i don't know <laughs> yeah there's a buy <laughs> packs honest. button right here this one go. will take you to atomic and okay. uh, do not mistake a uh a ah, tortellino a Joel. Uh, here's my problem that i was noticing you're on wax.exitlimbo.com which is totally different than exitlimbo.com yeah no 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 it's different yeah yeah so yeah yes yeah, so that's it that's the key folks go to wax.exitlimbo.com and that's where all the information is i couldn't see it on exitlimbo.com so i was like where is uh, it? yeah exitlimbo.com is is our site for our video game Oh, there you go. Okay, wax.exitlimbo.com yeah. is the place for you guys. I want to put an NFT logo up there in your in your title or in your navigation so people can click over there if they're not on that front page. Right. Okay. And do cool. not uh, mistake a tortellino for a tortellini. Yeah, no, it's tortellino. <laughs> tortellino. Giovanni, thank you so much for coming on. Good luck with the sale. I'm sure thank you so great. much for having me. And yeah, you guys are great. Cheers. Thanks. Good stuff. Take care. Tell me. Roll, mate.
I mean, really impressive artwork. And I was looking at the secondary market value on um, the cards that we dropped to Nifty Box. Yeah. Um, the, I, I, what I need to do is I need to look and see. I saw what people were listing them for. I'm going to check right now and see what they're actually selling for. Let's let's just do that research together here. Uh, Angry Rhino. Err. All right. So here's Atomic. We're going to go to the Explorer. There's uh, sales uh, today. I'm just I'm really curious. Just color me curious. Exit. Limbo, not to be confused with the Lexi token. And these were this was an epic. Actually, one of them was the first one was a rare. And the variation uh, does not show that there. So let's see if I can spot other than the promo stickers, they dropped a lot of those. Do you remember the name of the other one? That was the Angry Rhino, and I don't remember what the other one was. What was cinematic, it's probably under Cinematic. Yeah, it doesn't have cinematic a Cinematic and Epic. Let's, let me just go to, uh, okay, Epic, and let me just type Angry, grr. Let's type the Angry Rhino. Yeah, it looks like anywhere between 11 yeah. bucks and 70 bucks. Yeah, oop, uh-oh, all snap. We, we all snapped. All right. Well, uh, we're not done yet, Trav. I know. I know. It's like already Is this the patch. longest Nifty Show day of all time. Uh, tell you what, we have another guest, and you know, I try to keep it to three. Uh, but what's been happening is that there's so much great stuff, and I'm like, we just need to supersize the show mm. and uh, and and have additional guests on because there's other cool projects this one just i think is fantastical in its presentation it's called the chronicles of dr zamzi and it looks like these guys are taking storytelling on blockchain in a digital uh, collectible set to the next level gentlemen we've got hey. matt and wax wars what's, what's happening, happening gentlemen great to be here yeah, look at the background. That's that's a Dr. Zamzi, um, you know, environment we're looking at, right? <laughs> yeah, this is his laboratory. What goes on there? Look at that. He, um, this is like a cater scope. It's a, a 377 model and uh, has like a million power zoom. But even then, he has to shrink down to the size of an atom with his um, mech suit to discover. Mm. Are you sure that wasn't a 388 model? I don't know. Uh, maybe. You, sounds like you know what you're doing. <laughs> Yeah, but um, anyway, it's really great uh, being here, and we're just happy to talk about our, our project that's launching uh, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, so you, uh, our previous guest, is also launching tomorrow. Different times. You're you're later in the day. They're uh, they're early in the day. And I'm going to pull up your website here. Uh, the official website is drzamzy.com. Dr. Z A M M S Y. dot com. Who in the world is Dr. Zamzy, and what is the set all about? Well, um, he's this uh, doctor in this fantasy universe that I've been working on for, I'd say, 18 years. I mean, the first time I ever painted him was in art school. And uh, over the years, I've just invented different little scenarios that he gets into. And um, yeah, I mean, essentially, he's just trying to create a, a solution to a virus coming from another dimension. And uh, the whole story takes place about him just trying to figure out um, how, to, how to solve that riddle. Um, but along the, the vaccines, way, we all got to take vaccines. Is that what happens? Well, you know, what's funny is I've been working on this for so many years and I'm just so fascinated by a doctor in this whimsical world, uh, taking care of, you know, giants and slug people and 
apple creatures and all kinds of wild things have come up in my imagination. But I never expected that it would the 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 IP would launch right after a real pandemic. Right. They're like, ha <laughs> so, ha, very funny, Matt. Yeah. So I mean, I think a lot of people think that I've been working on this all year while no one else has been working, you know, or trying to find work, you know, in the entertainment industry. And I decided to just cook this up. No, this has been this has been going on for many years, but um, but it wasn't until uh, Rolf came to me uh, about a year ago, actually, and said, "Hey, we got to work wax on wars. something." Yeah, Wax Wars. Rolf, <laughs> thank you. And uh, and so he pulled me in on on this card stuff, and uh, I pitched him this Doctor Zamzi idea, and we we just went to the races with it, and here we are. So. So yes. this happens tomorrow. Yeah, let's. Uh, so Wax Wars is that is that your given name? Is that what? Uh, Wax Wars. Now, uh, so I started back when it was Opskins before Wax, and when we were testing the Wax test net, I made a little uh, one of those stickers, the viral sticker stickers, and I made it Wax Wars. And this was about two years ago, so nice. It just stuck. That's some OG stuff right there, brother. Right. Yeah, the uh, the artwork on these cards it it, just, it reminds me of um, some you know when I was I would I'd say fourteen years old right reading fantasy books yeah and it's it's whimsical it's colorful it's uh, it seems like creative. a fantastical sort of steampunky kind of thing yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've um, I've done a lot of comic cons, and everyone, you know, thinks, oh, I've got this steampunk style, but I really think it's different. It's got a lot more sci-fi tech into it, so it's more like Victorian sci-fi fantasy than steampunk. Mm. Uh, steampunk is a very specific look with lots of, you know, gears and monocles and eye things that go over your head and flowers in your top hat or what. I mean, there's just there's this very specific look to that, and. So I'm obviously inspired by steampunk. That's what I meant. I meant Victorian yeah. fantasy yeah. sci-fi. Yeah. But I, well, essentially, we're trying to blend like Harry Potter, Indiana Jones, and Star Wars all oh, into wow. this totally original world story concept. So now, are these characters are these characters going to be part of it of, of an ongoing game? You say this is the chronicles of. So is there like? It seems like there's this unique storyline. Yeah. Does that storyline sort of evolve over time and like? You know, sort oh, of yeah. veil itself to the to the player as we're going along, or how how's that yes. work? Yes, every time we create a new set, you'll get a new part of the story in a linear fashion. And uh, and if we get successful and we get some funding, then we're going to actually invest that into creating uh, better animations for the card packs, as well as potential Pixar quality style uh, animated shorts that will help tell the story of Doctor Zamzi in a whole new way. Um, so, hey Matt, uh, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, go for it, buddy. So speaking of Star Wars, uh, we got some Star Wars people here. Uh, Matt Matt actually drew a lot of the pictures you saw in the Clone Wars animated series. That was Matt actually drew those backgrounds that were in the actual show. Nice. Yeah, I actually worked at Skywalker Ranch for the first season one and two on Clone Wars. And then I, I got tired of painting lightsabers and clone troopers, so I jumped away. And I've been freelancing ever since on animated movies. But, but the actual process of, of making good friends and colleagues in the industry uh, if this really takes off, I'm going to, you know, take that wide net and bring everybody in to help us out. So we're going to get some really high quality artists working with us if this does blow up. So, and oh, so for awesome. example, Joel, if you scroll down just to our epic animation, uh, right in the middle there. Yep. You can click on that. Click on the epic animation. Uh, the animator of this card was actually the animator of Yoda in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah. so he was the, one of the lead uh, supervisors for yeah, Yoda, all the Brilliant, battle yeah. scenes, and then also 
I guess George Lucas didn't like the puppet from Phantom Phantom Menace. So they replaced the puppet in Phantom Menace with a a computer graphic. And he also did that work as well. Yeah. So essentially I, I painted the, the, the illustration and then I separated it into all these layers and then John went ahead and animated stuff. Like even the the glowing uh, shell, like Morris Minor, he's a, he's a fun little tiny you know five inch character that becomes a sidekick to Doctor Zamzi. Um, when he gets really happy or excited, his shell glows, and he doesn't speak English. He just always says meet meet you know. But um, you can kind of get tell his emotions based on his shell. Um, all these little assets I gave him as layers, and then he was able to create this animation. So, um, but you know, again, with more money, more time, we could create three D assets, make these things like you know, full on movie quality. Well, you got yeah, to pay this- attention to maybe what, uh, what uh, Alien Worlds has done with their TLM token, right? Or what, what COGS has done with their R Fox token, or even what our planet is doing with their ether. And uh, some, I mean, we saw earlier this week where, where Alien Worlds at one point was valued at over a billion dollars because of their TLM token. So maybe, maybe you create a ZAM token of some sort that, that gets tied in that becomes part of the game and then i know that uh, the alien worlds has got a lot of people knocking on their doors about funding at this point this artwork is spectacular this blows away <laughs> most artwork that we've seen on nfts if you tie it to a component to a, a world with some land aspects of some sort and a token and you're going to have unlimited funds to play around with. Mm-hmm. Well, what's cool is Dr. Zamzi's laboratory is set into this hospital on this um, island just off the coast um, of the world there, the Philantic Sea. There's like, it's on an island. It's called Halo Bridge Hospital. And it's it has all kinds of different laboratories and surgical rooms and, and, and you know, dormitories and uh, gardens and all kinds of things. So the goal would to be flesh out that whole hospital as a place where people could go and experience uh, new elements to the world, to the story. Um, so there's, and then there's obviously this metropolis I've created called New Logan, where half giants with tailored suits and top hats walk the streets with humans and other creatures. Um, you know, it'd be cool to express what that what that would be like and the stories that could unfold in that metropolis as well. So there's all kinds of different little corners of of the world of Galligan, and um, and yeah, the story will unfold. You just have to see the cards as yeah. they come out. Much can be done here for sure. So looking through the set, you've got your common cards, your uncommon cards. Are all of the, the uncommons uh, the same color? Is that how you know what they are? Uh, Wax Wars, you want to Correct. bring in on that? Yes, it's so common all the, cards the frames, the... the yeah. frames tell you what they are. Then you've got your special pink cards. Then mm-hmm. you've got, after that, I'm assuming these are rare cards rare animations, your epic animation, your master signature cards, uh, and then legendary sketch cards. Is this, um, should that be drawing or that's the, oh, that's the original sketch. It's like, it's like a color key. So Matt, Hey, so our, my big inspiration for this and Matt is just the amazing artist, but I, for me, like I was a collector, I've been a collector of, of all the wax NFTs, like projects, and our big inspiration was Bitcoin Origins and also the Blue Wizard. Uh, just like listening to your podcast with the Blue Wizard, I've probably listened to that like 70 times and just listening to all his advice. And then with Bitcoin Origins, um, we wanted to model off off them. And if their, if their goal was to inspire somebody to create something awesome and to grow the wax space, they did their job because, I mean, I'm on the Zoom calls with them and we're always talking about, 
you know, growing the space and, and bringing high quality projects to wax and making right. wax just a place where people can come and, and know those are the good projects. Uh, that's great. Their artwork is truly amazing. I mean, what beautiful cards. It's a shame that more people don't pop those, uh, those blocks, right? A lot of people save them to, to flip them up uh, present company included. It's just the artwork inside <laughs> is beautiful. Uh, so also just finishing these out, you got your mythic sketch, your virus card. So the virus cards rarer than a mythic is that that's the order. And then correct. The there's so the virus card, there's only four virus cards, uh, that okay. ex will exist. Uh, so just learning from, uh, nifty gateway. Actually, there's a podcast front with the guys from nifty gateway that I listen to. And then also the blue wizard is that, you know, we wanted to make packs that everyone could have. And then we wanted to make stuff that's just rare and valuable for those kind of collectors. Mm -hmm. So the virus card and and if you scroll up a little bit to the cure card, uh, the cure card is going to be a, a one of one. But the, vi the virus card, there will be only three packs in existence that have just the virus that have the virus card. Uh, and that's and a virus you want to get. Correct. <laughs> correct. And the, the virus isn't even um, like a virus you'd think of. We go, these guys are called internauts, and they're actually microscopic soldiers that are coming from the villainous uh, queen, Vizdidra. And so, you know, for a reason that we'll explain much later in, in the process of telling the story, she sends in these micro, you know, internauts to infiltrate the world of Galligan and uh, destroy their plant life. And so when Dr. Zamzi shrinks down to the size of an atom in his, in his mech suit, he, he doesn't just discover like this virus that's, you know, part of a, an atom or something. It's actually a, a soldier. And so, you know, therein lies part of the adventure. I, I'm looking at I'm looking at your launch page here. Uh, if you click on, on the buy up at the top, and yeah. it takes you to Atomic Drop. So you got the Dr. Zamzi box. There's one card in that. That looks like those are 13 bucks, about 54 wax. Uh, you have the rare animation box where there's three cards in that. And those are 89 bucks, essentially, it's 370 wax. And then you have the ultimate animation box, eight cards in that one right there. And it does it say how there's 220 of those? Those are 232 bucks. Then you got the other ones here where there's only 32 of these available, which is the Matt Gazer's collector box, 13 cards in that. That is 1500 bucks. And you get down to the virus box and the cure box. There's three of these virus boxes. That's going for about 74,000 wax. And then, which is about 17 grand. And then you have the one of one cure box, which is 311,000 wax, about 75 grand for those right there. So basically you're going to say, are you catering kind of to the whales and be like, buy this big box and then partner with us or something. I've never seen a pack so high, I think on wax. So yep, we're this is an experiment, uh, like we all are in the wax ecosystem. We're we're still at the beginning. If anybody knows, this is this is like Bitcoin ten years ago in the NFT world. We we are at the beginning, and we're experimenting here with certain the, these high price boxes are guaranteed cards, so you don't have to go looking for them. So we do have the base pack where it's the traditional pack where there's percentages and you go looking for those high value cards. But then we wanted to just try something new and have these high-priced packs for those for those wealthy individuals who want a rare art item. Because if people don't know, um, billionaires keep about 25% of their wealth in art. 
because it's a unique item that is pretty much it's it's there's no way you can reproduce it. It's it's unique and it and it's not correlated to the dollar. Like it's it's something of value that will when inflation goes up, it's still worth a very valuable thing. So taking that advice from others, I just I wanted to create a couple of these items. It's only as you can see, it's there's only four. It's a very small number of our total packs are these these guys. So it, again, it's an experiment and we're hoping that uh, people want to fund our project and see 3D environments that they can explore. And we're literally going to take anything we make from this and put it right back into the project and bring really high quality experiences for all of our all of the fans and all, for everyone to experience. Glory. I love that you guys are doing it like this. So really, the only way to get the cure card is in this one right here and a virus card. And then the other three virus cards are in these three right here. Um, you're not going to pop one of those in any other of the packs or collections. And just so you know, if you if you want to scroll back down to the cure card, uh, there's a lot of numbers you might be seeing in different uh, with this world and they are not insignificant. So the fact that there's 55 common cards, 34 uncommon cards, that might mean something in our puzzle realm that we're uh, going to be Ooh, introducing. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. Is a puzzle. There's also there's one more thing I want to talk about here before we let you guys go. At the bottom of the page, uh, let me get down yep, to that. The page. This, Sequence yes. Masters. What are these? So starting on Saturday, or as soon as it's ready um, after the sale, we're going to have, uh, again, I modeled this off Bitcoin Origins and the Blue Wizard, and I'm so thankful for their them, you know, forging ahead with new ideas and things. <clears throat> You're going to click on these buttons, and there's going to be a password you have to enter. And basically, I don't know if you can share the screen with us, but we wanted to reveal the prize for completing the puzzle. Uh, when you click on those you buttons, want, you're gonna you want to share it from your side? Yeah, if that's yeah, possible. Go, go, for, go it. for it. The screen is yours. Share like you've just been given a box of cookies and don't want to eat them all. Okay, so what we're going to be doing here is, <clears throat> I guess it was a little premature, but in one of the cards, you'll see that waxundrium block crystals are what power this world. And, uh, the fact that they're called wax undrium block crystals is uh well we're on wax so um these are going to be one of one animated cards that people will get if they solve the first person to solve the puzzle <clears throat> there's three of them <clears throat> we'll have three different um crystals and for the example this is the for the blue the blue crystal the blue wax undrium crystal and then we have the orange um so the whoever solves the puzzle first is going to get a one of one animated version of this and then we're going to have a consolation prize which will probably be the static version that goes to second and and beyond who solve it as well prizes nice prizes. i love that you're building gamification into it as well well the sale happens tomorrow uh which is saturday for those of you that are watching live here on Friday, the website, drzamzi.com. When you click the buy cards, it will link you directly to the place that you can actually purchase them. And uh, I think you guys are gonna do really well. Um, you know, it's it's really nice to see quality artwork. Uh, and today, today's show, I mean, you're you're the fourth segment and I want all of it. Like, 
<laughs> I want all of it. I'm such an NFT hoarder. Well, I just love making art and working with uh, Wax Wars. It's just been so much fun to create this first set, and uh, we, we hope we can make more. So that's the the end game. That's great. I have a question around that. So that one, you have that have, a, have that big price on. Why not? Because you know somebody's, somebody's going to go there and buy that immediately. Why not make that one an auction so you get the whales sort of bidding against each other to try to get oh. that big one? That's a fantastic idea for the second series. Uh, this is an experiment, and we're just going to see, hopefully – Matt and I have had so much fun making this series. And we said, yeah. it's a total failure. We had so much fun, like creating a whole new thing because Matt had some concept stuff, but we created most of this like in the last month or two. Yeah. And um, just, it's, it's an experiment and we're just, we keep telling ourselves, let's make $1 first. And then, yeah. and then $1. Can, you're going you're gonna to make on to the next dollar. Thing. It's not going to be a failure. I'm seeing, you know, we saw, um, Yesterday, a piece of land in um, our planet went for almost $30,000 for one piece of land. Um, you're you're going to have your whale who wants this, and uh, it would not surprise me to see it go very quickly. Uh, so we wish you guys the Thank best you. with it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so much. Aloha. All right. Rock on, fellas. Matt and Wax Wars, drzamzy.com. We'll be watching your sale tomorrow gents thank you appreciate it thanks for having us on your show hey, you thank bet. you for coming thank on you. that's great stuff man that was amazing art thank you sir lord travis what a day this was I a mean, crazy day i mean technically it, it's not it's a five guest show kind of sort of one in four two shows yeah i'd say this is probably the most epic nifty day in in history so far the niftiest it is the oh. most nifty of high um all right nifty news takes place on tuesday and we'll have uh, all of the latest news to cover anything else you want to share with our listeners before are we, we done are we done talking i think we're done talking i think hey that's... if you guys haven't hit the subscribe button whichever it is or the bell and the like and all of the youtube -y things what, what are you waiting for yeah do some things come on we appreciate it and we'll catch you guys on the next episode until then Remain nifty. I say remain because you're already nifty. We just want you to stay nifty, but mm -hmm. we also or want become you to more stay. become niftier. Like yeah, level really up your niftiness. Stay bad. So yeah. become the most niftiest incarnation of yourself. Yes. That's oh, good. maybe that's it. Become your niftiest self. Oh yes. Okay. That's good enough for this one. <laughs>